3: I've never had a stink on my foot, you know? My wife has horribly smelly feet. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program.
0: Available on Apple Podcasts
2: and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek.
3: Matt Money Smith abiding by the one rule, the cardinal rule here on the DDFP here in Studio 66. No jive. Matt Money Smith, he doesn't care. It might affect his marital status, but he can't keep the truth from happening. He's got to share it with the world. You just heard it there. Hi and hello and welcome to... What I figure to be an important Dave Damaschek football program, perhaps the most important one we've ever done. Because listen, we like to think globally, but we need to act locally. We don't want uh, jive, and we also want peace on Earth. We don't want we don't we don't want uh, wars going on. We don't want them going on abroad, and we certainly don't want them happening here in Studio sixty six. If you listened to last uh, the last episode, I encourage you. If you didn't listen, I encourage you to go back. And check it out because uh, we have some real ugly human drama going on here. And uh, we have to get to it. First, a couple of things. Go back, listen to that DDFP. Also, brand new this week, an NFL, our pal Jay Gish, Of Bindle Dog and I teamed up once again. It is the what-if segment, the butterfly effect for pro football. This week we tackle what if the Dallas Cowboys in 2014 had followed through on owner Jerry Jones' wishes and drafted at number 16 Johnny Football, a.k.a. Johnny Manziel, um, and how that would have all gone. The dominoes would have fallen, and uh, NFL would look quite different than the way it does look currently. If this had happened, track it down, NFL.com. I tweeted it. I put it on Facebook, so on and so forth. And uh, coming up in just a second, our old pal, uh, former Cleveland Browns, scat uh a pit recruiter who brought in the likes of Joe Flacco, Larry Fitzgerald, so on and so forth to the Pitt football program years ago, joining us now. And uh, we'll be talking about WilliamsonFootball.com, his new uh, website. He is one of the best uh, experts when it comes to draft season going right now. Anywho, seated to my immediate left, let's say hello to him right now, all the way from london england he's our resident miami dolphins fan it's handsome hank
4: Hank. 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 Hank.
3: that's not hammering those are gavels gavels because, Handsome, you and I are a two-headed judge today. How are you, Handsome?
4: I'm very well, thank you, Dave.
3: Are you? Because I know I, you like yeah. to have a sunny disposition, and I know that you're in an uncomfortable position, as am I. You and I don't like conflict. Right. You and I aren't about it's that. We're men of thing, peace. It's the
4: one thing I'm afraid of, Dave.
3: No, I know. But you went against your better judgment because you wanted to try to help our colleagues.
4: Well, I'm a family man. I'm a right. family man That's... in the literal sense, but I'm a family man in the sense of the DDFP family. And what I don't like to see is fractures and fissures in that in that family. And and I spotted one, and I immediately sought to sort to resolve the
3: issue. Well, you know, we do have, um, you know, it's often said in in various places of business, and certainly here at NFL Media, you hear people talk about uh, hey this is I, I, I'm proud of this team and what we've done and I always say like I say whoa 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 for me where I'm coming from team isn't a strong enough word we're a family here you yes. know the DDFP is a family right and, and everyone
4: who can hear if you can hear these words you're part of that family that's part. exactly
3: right and so I'm sure it, it, it pains you the listener to know that there is some strife as handsome mentioned Ode to what should be a nice thing. Upcoming, the producers here at the DDFP and uh, some of the other podcasts planned a uh, a trip to Big Bear here in California. It's mountainous, it's snowy, I think still up there. Also home to Zero Bears. No bears, is that right?
4: That's right. We we can get into that later. But I didn't
3: know about that. Well, listen, well, that's we, just we the,
4: figured that there was one big bear, ate all the other bears, died, and now there are no bears.
3: Well, one of our big bears, his name is Kent Brown. Yeah. You know, he's the a, biggest bear we have. He's a, a lovely man, and yet uh, we discovered something. Uh, you know that he is not going to be a part of this podcast producer journey to Big Bear. I would
4: say not going to be is is not strong enough. Wasn't invited to be.
3: Wasn't even given an opportunity, opportunity to be a part of this journey. So, anyway, we're going to get to the bottom of that with all the culprits here. Eddie Spaghetti, no, chief among Well, there's only one em. culprit. There's a, well, there's a video. If you want to get caught up, also go on social media. Find it on Twitter. Erica Tamposi has tweeted this out, as have I, as has Handsome Hank. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll bring you up to speed quickly on that. But Emma VP, you know, usually, you know, tell you. Not that, you know, likes to present herself as a delicate flower, you know, you know, doesn't like to talk on the mic too much, but I don't maybe she had a hand in in this non-invite. you know, I guess it makes sense. I don't talk a lot, so how could anybody expect me to make the words to send an invite to somebody? Anyway, let's get to the bottom of that in just a minute. Handsome Hank, you were on a podcast. Promote it real quick, besides this one.
4: Oh, I was, yeah. It was very good. I was with my friend Travis Wingfield. He has um, something called the Locked On Dolphins podcast. I manage normally when I speak Dolphins with you, I get about – Thirty seconds, and then you interrupt me in it. The conversation. Took go ahead. To Give us field. some hot
3: Danny Damian, um, Amendola or Brock Osweiler to Danny say. Amendola talk. Um, uh, so Hottest I, connection of 2018.
4: I had. A, don't be silly, Dave. So I had an opportunity to speak to him, and we we had a great time. Was, you should go listen. Locked on Dolphins podcast.
3: All right, maybe I will. Maybe um, you should. But uh, in the meantime, anything else you want to weigh in on the world of pro football, or should we turn it over to the expert, Matt? Williamson?
4: I think I. I mean, I know whenever I've listened to Matt Williamson, he's fascinating. So
3: All right. Well, let's get to that. him right now. Then uh, our old pal from Pittsburgh, PA, Matt Williamson, and then on the other side of that, we'll deal with uh, with the we matter should. at hand here. We should. The ugly, ugly controversy. <laughs> All right, I look forward to catching up with this guy. It's been far too long, in my opinion, as he uh, ascends through the sports media ranks here. In fact, he now is the, uh, what do they call that uh, titular name of the thing? Eponymous name, I think is what they call it. Matt Williamson of WilliamsonFootball.com just debuting this week. Go there, WilliamsonFootball.com. Get smarter, Matt Williamson. What's going on, man? How much,
1: brother? How are you? Good to talk to you,
3: Dave. It's a pleasure to kibitz with you via Skype. Now, for the listener, I I have to commend you on two things that I'm looking at here because we have you up on video uh, in your Pittsburgh area home. One, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, jersey that you're wearing. Kudos on that. Yeah, of course, you got to do that. And two, as a matter of fact, that, that gives me something. Uh, reminds me of something I wanted to ask you about. And two, behind you hangs a black and white glorious image of uh, Stanley Kowalski, uh,
1: Marlon Brando, Streetcar
3: Named Desire, right?
1: It does, and you might like this even better, but what I'm looking at is Sid holding the cup next to Mario holding the cup, both signed. And then there's a beautiful black and white of... Mr. Rooney with a big old cigar getting it lit by Mr. Bradshaw with a big old shaw in his in his side cheek there too. So those are my two favorites. Those oh, are behind the
3: ball. Oh, I gotta track down the second one you just described. Now oh, let's go back. Say the sit in Mario Who. Oh, 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 you mean the hockey guys, yes. You know, (laughs) that actually, that's the first question uh, for you, as a matter of fact. Earlier in the week here on NFL Network, on the show Path to the Draft, Jim Mora declared his college QB, Josh Rosen, he said, I think Sam Darnold's a better fit first overall because of the blue-collar nature of, Of Cleveland. Now, of course, Matt Williamson to uh, to newbies was once a scout for the Cleveland Browns. So weigh in on that. Is there any merit to me? I think it's uh, vapid nonsense to say that a guy that the fan base will like Sam Darnold better because he's he somehow portrays blue collar vibe. True or
1: false? I would say somewhere in between, I mean, Cleveland is a lot like Pittsburgh and it's a tough, you know, blue collar town with, and they, their fans really haven't been treated right over the years. Hmm. And, you know, if they can, if, if Rosen were to not succeed or had a high and mighty attitude, I could see him falling out of favor, but by no means, if you're the general manager, do you not take Rosen for that reason? If you think he's a superior prospect. Um, I do think Darnold is very mentally tough, though. And even though the roster looks better in Cleveland, there's going to be hurdles. I mean, they have won eight games, you know, so mm-hmm. I would think Darnold is probably the better fit. But I don't know the two people. I haven't sat down with them. I mean, that's what you have. That's why you have them in your building for pre-draft visit. Is that but
3: I mean, those all these uh, every year. These are the discussions. We look at 40 times of guys. I want to talk about all this stuff, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You know, so as it relates to Lemieux and Crosby and Malkin and Yager, you know, for 35 years, Pittsburgh area sports fans have delighted in the high-flying Pittsburgh Penguins and all the Cups and everything. They, to suggest that one guy is better suited for a blue-collar town and other guys, you know, high offense only belongs in, uh, you know, warm climes, I'm guessing, or that the Showtime Lakers only really make it in L.A. kind of a, kind of a thing suggests then that somehow there would be a disconnect between Pittsburgh fans and the high-flying Pittsburgh Penguins, right? And th- and that's where the argument falls apart in my book.
1: Of course we've yeah, enjoyed that. Yeah, like, like I bet Magic would have been pretty good if he got drafted by the Celtics or exactly. if Berg went to L.A. I think he'd be pretty decent. Uh, I think Mario probably would succeed in Tampa too. You know, I mean, so no, I 100% agree with you. And more so than that, it's, you know – just win. Just win, baby. I that's mean, right. It, it, it,
3: exactly. It, that's right.
1: Right. I mean, even look at our Steelers right now. I mean, if this is such a hard-nosed town, why aren't they down on the Steelers for not playing any defense? You know, I mean, this has become an offensive team that's, you know, a, a skill position driven team as opposed to Joe Green and all the great, you know, defensive players that I have. Also on the walls floating around here.
3: Right. Also, it's the same logic as too, as like the Browns need a a hard nosed, blue collar guy. Like, yes, thank goodness, then they didn't draft Dan Marino because they couldn't have enjoyed him. How could (laughs) they have enjoyed him? It would have been too too big
1: a jump for them. Now, as far as the only thing I do think though, Dave, is weather is important. You know, like that's a
3: practical thing. Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, don't take a kicker from San Jose State if you're the Bills.
3: Make that now. See now that's reasonable. Now, as far as those sort of things go, the way you break a guy down, forty times. This is one that fascinates me. Who cares what a running back what what his forty times is? Explain this from the scout's perspective to me. If you watch film and you have two good year, two good college seasons worth of tape to look at a guy, what possibly could his forty
1: time matter to you? Very very little. I'd be more concerned with his ten, his twenty. Um, There are some guys, the Chris Johnsons of the world, where you know they're fast on tape, but whenever it's a jaw-dropping type of number, or even a guy like Barkley this year, it's noteworthy. I mean, I think all all the combine stats, if you look at the top 10%, the bottom 10%, those things are noteworthy. But like you said, some positions, I don't really care what the 40 is. And in terms of what goes on at the combine, I think 40 times are seventh, eighth, most important thing that happens there.
3: And yet they are the thing that uh, Football America seems to really obsess over, at least for uh, for a fortnight annually. What do you think about a guy? What the, Does it matter to you, or how much, I guess, does it matter to you that Josh Allen can throw the football 80 yards when there's no practical application for that within 16 weeks of regular season football?
1: There's so many great analysts out there right now. And many of them are often under the assumption or often say things along the lines of arm strength is overrated. And I think that's more or less true, especially in a case like Allen. But there's times it's needed. I mean, especially for him. I mean, and he reminds me of Cam Newton this way that because he's a click late on his decision making, his anticipation going from one to two to three in terms of reads because of the velocity he generates when it uncorks from his hand, he can get away with those things a little bit easier. Hmm. You know, so there it makes up for things. There's no doubt about it. You know, Cam Newton can be slow, you know, with his processing, but then it's a rocket and it gets in there tight. So I do think arm strength has gotten to the point in the general draft Twitter world that now it's underrated. I mean, because arm strength throws are a thing. Hmm. But... He, but the throw, I mean, as impressive as Allen is, and he's very, very rare, that's, if you can't hit the broad side of a barn. well, then that doesn't help me all that much either, you know? I mean, it's nice to have, a, you almost have to have a prerequisite. I mean, obviously, if you have a soft arm, you end up with being Matt Schaub throwing pick sixes at the end of his career, and, you know, people just jump routes too quickly. But you don't have to have a howitzer.
3: Well, I, I mean, it, it is the because there's so many examples. Jamarcus Russell, Jay Cutler, even a distinguished NFL career, but I think uh, people generally would say it was a little underwhelming, in spite of having that hose on him. What and, and of course you were tied in early with Joe Flacco. You had a hand in bringing him to Pitt to yep. to for the showdown with Tyler Palko. That uh, that he wound up. What he wound up a blue hen. He was a. Is that yeah, a, he's, Delaware he transferred
1: was? to Delaware after two Blue years. Hen. Yeah.
3: I was just making sure yeah. that uh, I had the mascot right there. Yeah, it's fascinating because you see in games Matt Stafford in 2017 making throws that literally only four or five other human beings can make. Same thing goes for Ben Roethlisberger and a handful of other guys. But it's hard to quantify how essential arm strength is, it seems to me. That in the 21st century, we are overly fixated on. Now, I know this is a, a minority opinion here, but we oh, but we obsess over accuracy above everything else because of Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. Now, all three of those guys are Hall of Famers and three of the all-time greats, but there are different ways to skin a cat, right? Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger are not lethally accurate, but of course, they are perennial winners too, right? I mean, don't we over about don't we overestimate the need for dead point accuracy on some level
1: yes and no i mean i do think to correlate with that it depends on what sort of system your coaches put in place around your quarterback um you, you often hear the cliche mike lombardi says this a lot that quarterbacks are baseball stadiums you know if you have a short right field wall then you get left-handed power hitters. You know what I mean? I love that.
3: Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah. I mean, I stole that from him, but I think it's a wonderful cliche. You know, when we were kids, the Cardinals had that huge field of AstroTurf, so Vince Coleman and everybody could run. You know, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So depending on the guy you have, you cater things around them. I mean... And Newton's a perfect example It worked to varying degrees But they went out and they get Funchess And they get Benjamin Who have these massive catching radiuses And are also good blockers Because they're going to run the ball a lot And they're not the best players But that was a very you know, That was not an accident By any stretch of the imagination Where Brady is throwing to the Welkers of the world And pinpointing and dropping it in there So I think it's more of This is the the, the guy that we chose Let's make his life unbelievably as as easily as possible. And that goes back to coaching. You know, Andy Reid did a great job with that with Alex Smith this past year. The Hmm. best examples with the Rams, you know, I mean, uh, how well McVay has done and Garoppolo and some of these young coaches that are really catering to their quarterbacks. Philadelphia.
3: Yeah, well, I, I, you mentioned Philadelphia, and I wonder if the Eagles, and in fact the final four that we saw here with uh, Blake Bortles and the Jags and Nick Foles, obviously they don't get that far without Carson Wentz, but nevertheless they win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, who was borderline punchline, um, you know, probably in about October of uh, 2017, and uh, and Case Keenum. And, and then I also, I, I, I combine that with the 2011 draft the first round, the first 12 picks, I keep holding it up, and I say it's a cautionary tale for NFL teams, and they continue to ignore it. If you go through those 12 names, I estimate that there are seven Hall of Famers on that list. Cam Newton is the first overall pick. Then you have Jake Locker and Christian Ponder, and there's another name. And Gabber, right? Yep. You have those guys, and they're mixed in, and there, those guys are whatever level you want to call bust, if you want to apply that word, whatever. They're not, they're not certainly high end NFL players. And amidst uh, all those names, you have Tyron Smith, and you have Pat Pete, and you have AJ Green, and Julio Jones, and so on. I guess the the question is, shouldn't teams, especially given what we just saw in this postseason, you don't have to you know, you don't have to reach for a QB in the first round to be successful. Is that true? Or, or, or do you suspect that teams are still going to be applying, hey, if we don't figure out the quarterback and get a top 10 QB, we have no chance?
1: Well, we just saw Cousins get ridiculous numbers, and I think he's an average, a slightly above average quarterback who has more warts than people realize. Hmm. I think this, this draft class will be really interesting because, you know, I look at Quentin Nelson and I look at Saquon Barkley and they're about as good a prospects as I've seen at those respective positions and I'm curious of, are people going you know the Giants in particular Denver are they going to take one of those two over a Darnold or a Rosen or an Allen or a Mayfield or somebody along those lines it'll be interesting um there's there's no there's no getting around having a, a superior quarterback i mean Aaron Rodgers raises all ships to an unbelievable level well, I know, by the way
3: yeah right, but that's right but how many of those guys are there because roger right. and 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 is it worth the coin flip that like he maybe? i mean you know i think mike mayock said that jake locker could be the next john elway or something along those lines maybe not but i mean is it worth the coin flip of like maybe this guy will turn into that and especially if you're Denver, can you really take another quarterback after Paxton Lynch two years ago? Or you And you then spend all that money on Case Keenum. You're also going to devote another very high first round pick on, a, on another quarterback who may or may not be good.
1: Right. I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm not anything close to a good businessman, but I would imagine that's about as bad a business model as you possibly could have. If you went to a CEO of a fortune 500 company and said, well, there's maybe a 25% chance that this fourth pick in the draft is going to be what we need out of the position. Should we do that, or should we draft Quentin Nelson, who's a Who we need know, position? Right. We know right. he's it's gonna be the good. Bird the hand. Right, it's a great player at a need position that helps us win now. I, I would imagine that, you know, we, we agree on this point, that the, the the taking the stud, the bird in the hand is probably much smarter.
3: Well, I mean, yes, it's it would seem that very few teams in the last 30, 40 years in the NFL are drafting for need and being successful in in an ongoing way. You draft the best player available. I know that's an old cliche. I think Chaz Knoll is the one who kind of uh, coined that thing that uh, now it seems like successful uh, franchises tend to follow. The other thing is Saquon Barkley. You mentioned him Um, to me. Gold is valuable because it's a rare commodity. Running backs, high-end running backs in the NFL, have been rare. Ergo, you want to go after Levy and Bell, and what he costs to to bring in is what he costs. And Saquon Barkley, if he is in fact a generational running back, I, it makes sense to draft him with the first overall or second uh, overall if you're the Giants. There, I get that, but aren't isn't this particular running back class deep enough that that Barkley is? You could get something close to that level of talent in the second and like you say, get Quentin Nelson or, uh, you know, or, or, or Bradley Chubb, Chubb or, or somebody something.
1: like that. Tough call because I really do think Barkley is superb. And I think he's the best prospect I've seen there in a good 10 years. I wow, mean, includes, better than – I yeah. mean,
3: because when he was coming – even when he was still at Georgia, I was saying, this is the one. This is I know everybody loves to say once in a generation about like – they like to say that about 10 different guys. But it, there's only one in a generation, and I said Todd Gurley's that one. And uh, But so you say Barkley over him, over Bell, over David Johnson, over anybody else.
1: At the same time of their careers, yes. I wow. mean, and that includes Elliott and Fournette and the guys of recent memory – Yes. And kind of where I was going with that is the girly argument that I don't know that Jacksonville, Rams, Dallas, even McCaffrey and those guys are upset with their selections of an early round running back. You know that that Hmm. especially because of, you know, you mentioned Lev Bell, David Johnson, because of the way Barkley is become a receiver that goes back to making quarterbacks lives so much easier because he's going to abuse linebacker coverage like a McCaffrey does without, you know, being a liability as a runner. I mean, it's still being a great runner. I also think it goes back to the argument we were talking about just a little earlier that I think that running backs in the top 10 top half of the draft is maybe the safest position out there so far. I mean, there's been very few busts of early drafted running backs. So, again, it's kind of the bird in the hand situation.
3: Ah, I never thought about that. That is interesting. It does seem like, yeah, off the top of my head, uh, that checks out. The, the oh, running and misses, backs don't yeah. tend to, to, uh, to bust there. Okay, give me a win-play show here of uh, with your expert eyeballs. What, uh, what? Who are the quarterbacks here? Five years from now, we'll put your win-play show into the time capsule, then we'll open it up and see if you were right. How are these quarterbacks regarded? We don't know where they're going to wind up, obviously, but give me the best – the second best and the third best, how we generally perceive them five years down the line.
1: Mayfield, Rosen, Mayfield Darnold one, Mayfield no, one. No, no, oh, 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 God, oh. That, no! I, I was just going to say that those three to me are above Allen for me. Allen worries me just from an accuracy standpoint, reading defenses. Uh, he he's a, a little bit too much of a leap of faith for me. I'm going to go Darnold, Mayfield, Rosen. And I'm not avoiding your question at all because most years I kind of stand on the table. And last year I thought Mahomes was the number one guy, and, and frankly I wasn't that high on Watson. I was wrong. You huh. know, um, I like Kaiser a little bit too more than that.
3: I like Kaiser too. You are you are yeah. you done with that? Are you done with Kaiser? You've now seen stuff no. that reversed is that opinion.
1: No, I think Hugh Jackson did him no favors at all. I mean, we talk about quarterbacks being meshed with the right you know, right head coaches and schemes. I thought that was asked of Kaiser was criminal. And I
3: agree it, with you about yeah. that. I don't understand why they part ways with that guy. They have other issues. I think him and Tyrod Taylor, I think you you have your quarterback situation resolved at least to the degree that if you got Barkley and Chubb, they're, you're immediately relevant. You're immediately in the you're playoff instant. hunt in 2018. I really think that the Browns, if they did exactly what I just said, they go Barkley, maybe Nelson or, or, or maybe Chubb. I mean, if you put Chubb out there with Garrett, all of a sudden that defense is, is, is interesting. And the offense has so many weapons. I would think they would make a legit like eight and eight, nine and seven kind of run.
1: Yeah. And I don't think they were an and 16 roster last year. I mean, again, I think this goes back to coaching, you know, they're, they're asking Kaiser to do, you know, things that, that advanced quarterbacks don't do. I mean, they did not make his life easy at all. Hmm. The receiving core didn't help, but I really blame Hugh Jackson for a lot of that. So back to your question, I'll go Darnold, Mayfield, Rosen, Darnold, but I think Mayfield, they're unbelievably Rosen. close, you know, which brings you to the jets If the jets at three. if They're going to get one of those guys most likely, or Allen. that's not so, such a bad place to be. One last
3: question about the QBs. Do you think that uh, Rosen has uh, is suffering. I mean, this is a little bit of a reach here, but does are people looking at uh, Rosen and saying, "I see a little Jay Cutler in him." In that he is, you know, pseudo intellectual, big arm, si- not not an icy personality, but he's not a rah rah, you know, Baker Mayfield on the sidelines kind of guy. You know that people see like I could see this guy having a hard time meshing. Or is that, is that or is that just my perception?
1: No, I think there's some truth to that. And again, I've never met the young man. People that are in his corner say he's very well read. He just wants to know all the answers. People that – and he just wants – he thrives from more and more knowledge. And he he will question and challenge people to get the proper answers. People that aren't in his corner say – He's the smartest guy in the room and he lets everybody know it. And he's not real fun to be around. <laughs> I,
3: <laughs> love the, know, so. I, I love the idea that, that it's a, uh, it's an issue. He's too smart. That's where we don't want this guy. He reads <laughs> books funny. and stuff. We can't have that. <laughs> uh, last thing is, and then one more quarterback whose name hasn't come up, but uh, he had his pro day at Louisville is Lamar Jackson. And it's murky. What's going on with the agent and whether or not he should have run and all that kind of stuff. But specifically to me, I'll tell you this. I I can see why if you're a scout or a GM that we can have these conversations about, you know, we can we can sit you and me here in late March and say, listen, Quentin Nelson makes more sense. Bradley Chubb, whatever. But I can see being seduced by a quarterback who is special. And Lamar Jackson, if he's sitting there at 29, do you think it's crazy for the Steelers with 38 year old Ben Roethlisberger to, to take a flyer on him?
1: I really, I mean, I work for Steeler Nation Radio, too, so I have this conversation a lot. I think next year is really the year to get Ben's replacement because you are a contender. As in 2019. One year from now, yes. But I'm also very much a Jackson supporter. And Tomlin took a chance on Vic. I bet Tomlin loves Jackson. I mean, Jackson is a more accurate Michael Vic to me You better cater your offense to him, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. without question. I mean, where he goes and how they handle him is going to be absolutely instrumental. But for the Steelers specifically, I would take a safety or a linebacker and make a run this year and then deal with it a year from now.
3: Last question for you, then, as far as that goes, you say you were high on uh, Patrick Mahomes. We'll see how he turns out in 2018. I, too, like him a lot, and there was a lot of buzz that he should have been starting at some point during the year, but it it seems the 2017 Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so if Mahomes works out two years from now, no Chiefs fan is going to look back and lament what happened in 2017, but you could make a case that that team was real close to Super Bowl ready in 2017, and with that 10th overall pick, they could have used it on a piece that would have been a starting difference maker defensively or somewhere else out on the field to help Alex Smith out. The Steelers in 2018 seem to be that in that same position. It, forget about 2019 and beyond. It feels to me the way things are getting structured here, the way things are lining up. The 2018 Steelers are... Let's go for it. We got to get it this year, which, by the way, is which is why I wish they would have got after the honey badger a little bit more than they did. But either way, it can they not if if that's the premise, they can't take Lamar Jackson. They got to take somebody who can help them today. And if that is the case, who is that guy?
1: Well, I think the linebacker position is absolutely going to be top priority. I don't know that Van Der Escher Evans will still be there that late, but I think if they are, that's an easy decision. Hmm. Otherwise, you maybe go safety. I think Burnett will probably play some pseudo linebacker. I think you'll see more big nickel. I think you'll see more dime with three safeties on the field. Um, But I'm with you. I mean, I do think you never pass on a guy you think could be a franchise quarterback, but the window's very small, and I think the time is – Help the defense. You know that th- that's going to be the priority all the way through the draft. Maybe finding a successor slash backup to Lev Bell.
3: I, I man, I'm I, I'm with you. If the goal is with a 38 year old QB and the best receiver since Jerry Rice, and that is not hyperbole, the numbers will uh, uh, support that that's the case. Or maybe Randy Moss, so however you want to cut that up. He's in the top three of the Super Bowl era. Is Antonio Brown, Levi and Bell in the right in the middle of his prime? There to me. Yes, I, I say get another DB, get a hybrid DB. I mean, I, I, I love the ability to to move those guys around and play different positions on the back end there. I, I, I don't mind them getting uh, getting the, the big uh, safety out of if he's sitting there from Bama, one of those guys. I don't right. mind doubling down at that position there. But anyway, listen, Matt Williamson, what a delight. I could go on and on and on and then on some more with you. But uh, let's kibitz. I don't know, maybe again before the draft, maybe after it, and get your review of that. Sounds either good. either way, we're rooting for you with WilliamsonFootball.com, one of the uh one of the great well, you just heard. I don't have to convince you. You just heard his insight on what's coming up here in the twenty eighteen NFL draft. Matt Williamson, stay in touch and uh and like I say, best wishes with uh with the new venture here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. We'll also, talk to you soon
3: also let's go pens too. Absolutely. All right. Repeat. All the best. Ooh. Ooh, things suddenly took a dark turn there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Nice, fun talk, speculating about 22-year-olds, how they're going to spend the next decade or so of their lives. Now we're speculating about
4: 23-year-olds, how they're going to spend, spend this weekend. No.
3: no more time. A little for... more north than that, but 20-year-olds, yeah. yeah no more. No, well, the time to speculate is through. It's time to get at it, and it is the truth. Seated here in Studio 66, I've never felt such electricity, and I don't mind telling you it's an unpleasant could Feel it.
5: Cut it with a knife.
3: Um, all right. Seated here. Yeah, please. Please, Sully. Oh,
4: this is not about you, or you better hope it's not about you. I, ho-
3: I hope for everybody it's not about any of them, but with the one person we do know it's about or isn't about, and it should be right. about him, the man seated to my immediate right, Kent Brown. <laughs>
6: It's all about me, apparently. At least I was invited here. That's good. So that's yeah. one place I was.
3: Welcome. Invited. You're, you know what? You're always welcome. You're you know, one. you're I a delightful guy. You're a, you're a pleasant fellow. Always, you know. Uh, you know, I so
4: interesting you know, takes on everything. He knows where every everything.
5: human ever went to high school. Right.
3: Right. How could uh, you not
5: want that all weekend? I all
3: right. don't know, and uh, so let's talk about it. Let's air it out. I gives me no pleasure. To do something like this, I am a man of peace. I think everybody who knows me knows that.
5: Before we start, can we get like an official gavel? Let's make this. I don't. Well, like...
3: I, I'm gonna. I want to slam down the gavel. Okay. I, I just want. I just want.
4: There you go. There's one. There's one rule. Are I, we I, judges I, here,
7: handsome? You I don't, don't know. I are we good cop bad and
3: the jury? Oh, okay. We're judging. And I Andrew. also
4: have done an. Investigation. Hopefully, no executioners. No,
3: we'll, we may have to. Okay. So, mm-hmm. do you want to bring us up to speed, handsome? Because yeah, I sure. just feel like I'm. I feel emotionally overwrought. You know, yeah. this This gives me agita. I, I mean, the one thing, anyone who knows me, the one thing I can't have is conflict among people I know. Right. You know, I just hate it. I, it makes me uneasy. Me too. You know, I just don't yes. like it. And yet I feel like, hey, the show you're listening to right now bears my name, so I bear some responsibility in this ugly mess. And the best thing I can do is try and resolve it here and now and move forward together stronger as one unit, right? One family. Handsome. Bring everybody up to
4: sure. speed. Okay, and I mean, I would agree. The awkwardness is is my worst enemy. That's the last thing yes. I want to, I Thank want to you. encourage here. So that's where I, I, I arrived. Uh, I walked over. I'd been away for a couple of weeks. I went to see uh, Eddie and Emma because I, I missed them. And uh, I walked over and found out about this wonderful weekend. They were planning mm-hmm. in Big Bear. Sully was there. It should be
3: nice to get like you know because it'd be snowy, oh, and chilly be up delightful. there. It's gonna booze. be sixty-five, right? These twenty-somethings. <laughs> Don't think about it. These twenty-somethings right. up there, you know. They've got a hot tub. They got some booze.
4: They got you know a lit fire. Things could go in any direction. So I was like, okay, this sounds exciting. I'm. I wish I was a twenty-year-old and and could join in, but I'm not, unfortunately, any longer. And so I was excited about the whole group getting together. Then I found out it wasn't the whole group.
3: No, indeed. I mean, it sounds like a sizable house that they've rented. It's uh, huge. Five bedrooms. Five bedrooms. Uh, fits at least it 10 fits people. 15. Now, let's go through it here. Let's build this up here. Emma VP is the organizer of this Well, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Cause I
4: think even that, I think even that, you've you've now stepped into the investigation. Uh, and as I've dug deeper into this, I don't know that, I, I, I don't even, the funny thing is, You'd think that for this to happen, it didn't just happen. Someone had to be the instigator, organizer. Well, somebody had the planet, right? Planner of this idea, exactly. Let's see, uh, just as a first step in this, if we can get one of these, one of the three people, okay, to own up to being. Well, who's all organized going? Organized let's or, let's or let's get the list of okay. who's going.
3: Emma VP. Yes, her fiance. Mr. Mr. Right, Mister yep. VP. He's he's flying in especially for this. trip. Especially
8: for this trip. Yep. Right.
5: Mr. VP, I
3: love you. Your that. accomplice in many video audio visual productions here out of NFL media and your accomplice outside these walls in bars and such, Erica Tamposi. Yep. Yep. The other half of the uh the um the broadcast uh, some, yep. uh, ascending to the digital stars is uh exactly. is the recurring segment, newsy segment. Is that what you would call it? Hard hitting news item? Yeah the broadcast make sure you find that also on digital i don't want to get distracted from that but maybe that isn't a tangential thing maybe it is related that maybe this you know this rising stardom is going to their collective head i don't know i don't know that next so erica tamposi's going and she's going as a plus zero she's bringing one pal
7: one pal. She's bringing a friend from uh, New Hampshire that lives in Los Angeles. Yes. Okay, okay. there's four. There's okay, four. Okay, so that's four. four of and our then guests. you
3: just heard the voice of Eddie Spaghetti, and you are bringing your Ms. significant Ms. yes, Spaghetti. My, girlf- my girlfriend is coming. Yes, his Ms. newscaster lady friend. Right. right. Miss
5: Spaghetti. Dare to say the meatball to his Spaghetti. <laughs>
3: okay.
5: See, no. Oh three. look! Here's the now. F- see
3: now now you see this is how the next person who's going along on that how he earned his kip his keep with uh, zingers like that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the producer of the move the sticks. Thanks podcast. for calling it a zinger. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's Sully, and of course, if you're a longtime listener of the DDFP, you know that Sully periodically will craft for us – talk about zingers. Hilarious. Hilarious lifts. Hilarious uh, analogies see. between position don't forget and – av-
5: uh, no, no, no. adding cold open singing to one of your 4th of July podcasts one time I ago. don't
3: remember that, but I okay. do, do anticipate – I'm eager with the anticipation for your next uh, – uh, for rookie QBs are yeah, We'll get
5: a prospect list for you before Okay, you and
3: are are like uh, are like ice cream flavors. What's Okay, anyway, we'll do that later. Like, Sully.
4: Like colors of vented shirts.
3: <laughs> yeah, Sully, that's another thing if you yeah. need his bio, if you're one if you're curious about who these people are. Sully often wears those vented button-down fishing shirts even though he's not fishing, but he likes to be vented so he doesn't get I'm too sweaty again. I know, but you but you also wear the vented shirts on non-fishing days so that you don't get too sweaty.
5: Uh, that's part of the reason why. Yes, I <laughs> will
4: give you that. <laughs> okay,
3: now you're review, going. Oh, we I'll, got like to seven. You're going.
4: Sully does not have a plus one. Okay, but we think there may be an opportunity for
3: him to, uh, if you know what I mean, come home with a plus one. Oh, is that right?
4: I don't know. I, I'm, I'm.
3: Now is fifth. this I'll from know. a pool of people that are also going to be in this house?
4: No. I, don't, I don't think he should restrict himself just to that. No,
3: indeed, but I just don't know how rea- realistic it is Wait, that you're going to be. When you talk be... about a
4: pool, are you talking about the jacuzzi that's on site or, oh, that or a larger great. pool?
3: Now, as far as that goes, Eddie Spaghetti was keen on this. This is a, th- That was a thing you had to have. If we're going. The jacuzzi? Yeah. Oh, got it out. You need it's, to have a jacuzzi. And why is that so, so that important? Would imply, to you? That would imply
4: that would imply some I, level of organization I being went, done by Eddie. Some of the planning. Bang that Wow.
7: No, because yeah, I don't agree with that because if well I was well done, built, handsome, well done. If I was the last person asked, which I was, uh, I could my input could be, yeah, sure, I'll go. Let's get a house with a hot tub because I went last year with a different group of friends, and the hot tub was the best part of the whole trip.
3: Now, Spaghetti, you're upset. About the way this whole thing has unfolded just, over yeah, the last yeah, 48 especially, hours?
7: Especially Twitter, because, like, I'm the only idiot that opens my mouth about this stuff to defend myself. And I get myself caught up in stuff. Uh, and people, on, just people, on, people yep. on Twitter are, like, saying this. And I I'm, and I stupidly took the bait and, like, not fought back. But I was like, hey, are you friends with everyone you, like, No, Do you go on vacations with everyone you work with? Like, stuff like that. And I, when I say I was the last person who was asked to go, I was the last person who was asked to go. But so, okay. Like like
3: that, that, that's that, where, that's yeah, we got to jump in turns.
4: on now, now, now I want to hear from Emma VP.
8: I'm actually going to toss it to a deposition that I have right now uh, from an expert witness.
2: No. Hello, I'm Jane oh, no. Montmorano, and get I get am a witness to this case. <laughs> if you don't know, you I am kidding, Eddie's girlfriend. We're so we meatball. chat outside of these group texts and Starbucks meetings that seem to happen all the time at the NFL. <laughs> So, on my end, it seemed like Eddie planned the entire trip. he doesn't like me. And I like also me. want to point out I am more than just a college friend that he said were the other people invited. <laughs> he was really the ringleader of this entire thing, and especially because he was in the middle. So, I tried to talk to him and be like, hey, you know, include everyone, just be a nice guy, no. but... He said he was handling it. No. He said he got it under control. I'm not in the NFL text. I'm only in the, quote, college friends text. So <laughs> I only saw what he said to us, and he said he handled it. We invited everyone. Now I'm finding out all of this other stuff is happening, so I'm here to be a witness in this trial to say that Eddie is the leader of this entire wow. Big Bear trip. That no. is why I am, going, no, 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 no. I am going, and I just want to see – See this handled and see the truth finally come out. So, you well, for having
7: me, she stinks. She has no idea she's talking. She you got get you, the blaster for her. That's a character that, witness, no, right there. You got no, no, you got a great girlfriend. That's Eddie. not. That's not. This is not. She's hundred percent wrong. She is not. I I I get made fun of because I have plans every weekend. Either I'm traveling to Bakersfield or I'm with my my college friends. I have stuff going on. Friends from home visiting. And Emma was like, "Hey." Brett's coming this weekend, and then Sully and Eric—that's like her boyfriend, a bit, her yes. fiance. 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 They're like, "Hey, like, we get like, let's do something. Are you around that weekend? We want let's get a big bear house." And I agree to go. Mm. So, well, I, technically, I am the last person to agree to go. Yes. So, why the
4: last? Why are you so insistent? on that to I'm never. Because I'm never. Because I never because i was not my idea to go. Because I'm never around. What? And then the weekend. But did you not invite? Why is your that main defense? You it's a your main defense? not invite your college? Hold on a second. I, I'm the judge here, Eddie. Please don't answer back to me. Uh, did you not invite no, yeah. your college friends or your girlfriend? Were they invited? Yeah, I'll get to that. Were they invited before you? No. And they, <laughs> so you were not the last person to be invited. Well, yeah, that's the that's, last means I, I, you were the final one, the ultimate one. You Yeah, like sounds 3 like, weeks ago. It sounds like if you invited others, they were the last. The now I, how
3: many well let's let's establish this because this has been unclear. So the your girlfriend whose voice we just heard is coming, but then also these college friends. These college friends. How many of these college friends? Uh, four others. Four.
7: Four. <laughs> four. It's two, two guys, two girls. They're, four. It's
3: mean. my friends
7: Pete and Brian, and they're both and their girlfriends who are both named Stephanie.
3: Right. And well, you, this is like, but the you way you tell them. it, the way you tell it, spaghetti. Is that like you got invited? <laughs> like, hey, no, if you no, no, want to no. stop by, you can, and then you show up. Like, it's cool. I brought two I brought dozen of five my five other people right? with me. The way you're telling it, that's how it sounds. <laughs> if you yep.
4: come last in a race, if you're the last person in a race, how many here, people? Here. How many people here. are behind you?
7: here? The three of them downstairs are like, we're gonna go this weekend. Are you free this weekend? I said yes. Then I then they're like, okay, let's get people to go to a house. But I'm like, all right, so I, I could bring my girlfriend. Brett's coming, fiance. Erica was thinking about bringing her roommates. That stuff fell apart okay. with her. So I'm like, okay, well, you guys know my friends. We hang out a lot. They come to the happy hours, you know, whatever. So oh, I said I could bring. Hour, let's get to that. I'm like I could bring them, and then we'll ha- we'll pay less for the house, which makes sense. Everyone hey, pays a lot less did, than the- Eddie.
4: Can you tell us um, something that was interesting when I first found out about this, and even before I, I dug in on on the fact that Kent had unfortunately been um, been left out of this whole thing. Eddie has a system for rewarding people or exposing people during a uh, a, a break they take together. Eddie, do you want to just yeah, outline true. what this What's is? What's this? Well, I
7: do the MVP, LVP. It's a thing that me and my college friend Pete uh, it's it's a system we created if we have a, a group it's a group party group event uh, a weekend to Big Bear like we did last year we always talk about who was the MVP of the trip and who was the, the I love LVP that that's a
3: that's a great that, the least listen person, you need, life person. needs those yardsticks yeah. that's right. absolutely right so i yeah, so, so i set the needless. odds in my and head. you yeah.
4: you typically would you typically classify yourself as you know in the MVP running most times you do this kind of thing.
7: I like to be in the two to four range. I never yeah. like to be one.
3: Why not? Why wouldn't you want to be the winner?
7: Because I'll never be the winner because I always just I – I agitate people with the stuff cause I, like this, apparently. <laughs> like open, I, open my, I open my mouth and then, never, then I have naysay.
3: Side note, is MVP in the running? For
7: MVP? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think I think, think ev- so. Emma I, I, I think everyone likes Emma's sense of humor. Like she's quiet, but then she'll just like. She'll who are the other Who are the
3: other prime uh, so. not a candidates? Who here. do we think is the who Who, who would you say is the lead lead dog college, for the NBA? I think
7: everyone Everyone unanimously likes my college friend Brian.
3: <laughs> Brian, is, he's the MVP. And the, Brian, this outsider Outside is going to claim the honors, huh? He'll
7: he'll end up winning because
3: what? What does he bring he's, to the event?
7: He's just a joyful human being that everyone likes. Likes to party. Just a fun guy. Okay. Yeah.
4: Why, not, you, why not Sully?
7: Sully's temper. Gonna, Sully's it,
6: got a bad
3: temper. No, huh? temper. Let's it's it's let's gonna, find out more. About it. Yeah, I, I, I have a bad
5: temper. Evidently,
3: I want to hear find. about the temper. But one thing I do want to say in Spaghetti's defense, or one possible. Um, sort of motivation here is Emma VP reaches out to Spaghetti's girlfriend. Now, it makes sense yeah, that, of like course, as his significant other would want to support her fella and make him look good. But on the other hand, she also is trying to insinuate herself into this cool girl's clique of, with her fellow journalists, Erica Tamposi and Emma VP, as they start their burgeoning broadcast news careers. Uh, Jada is already successful in that field but Jada wants to ingratiate herself to this group so much so apparently that she's willing to throw spaghetti under the bus right, but one but great. also but also I hear because she said it not once but twice within that deposition Jada brings up the fact that she is lumped in with the college friends, and she's raw about that. She doesn't like being lumped in with that, and maybe she has an ax to grind, and maybe that's why she's doing this. Maybe Brian isn't the favorite. But what would would Emma's... Do you agree with that spaghetti? Is she going after you because you've marginalized her as just another college friend? And so this is her way of striking back. I agree with that, and she has a lot
7: of bad information because the fact of the matter is, if I was busier going to Bakersfield or had something going on this weekend, Eddie... Would not be going to a big bear. So. And why
3: and why it's a it's a strange instinct on Emma VP's part. Yep. You I'm know, just oh, seeking the truth. What would Delicate mo- flower. What would Delicate. be. Y'all, I what don't would the wanna...
4: motivation be for Why would bringing... you reach out to his girlfriend? Right, why would you do that? I'm seeking the truth. No, but that's not your job, that's my job.
8: No, as the producer of this program I want to, you know, bring the truth to light as well. Well,
4: let's try and bring the truth to light then, Emma.
8: As I did with Jada's
4: Yeah, let's try a little harder now to bring the truth to light, shall we? Sure. Mm. Emma. Handsome. Tell me about your role in organizing this trip.
8: I was not the organizer of this trip.
3: Who? It's true. So how did it come about? You guys didn't get organizer? you guys didn't get a group email announcing that right. you had uh, two nights booked in Big Bear next month. Who they, is they, the, were, who is the organizer of this? They were lots
7: of days ago, I'll admit that. Who is the organizer prob- of this trip? The uh, prob- it was the the people that had the biggest hand in mm-hmm. in, in that's what I'm getting stuff already. done. Yep, is easily my, myself, my
3: girlfriend, and Brian. I like when people call Brian, themselves yeah. myself. That always is a, that that's because they call, say, it, it was their idea to
7: go, and they agreed on who's going. That was and myself. Then, and then I'm like, okay, well, we should probably, you know, book a Sorry, house. Sorry, it's
4: whose idea? It was whose idea that we should go? And then
7: I don't know. One of Erica, Emma, or Sully. I don't. Well, always, I don't, so I don't know have always let's Big find out. find out.
5: No, I, I think it's 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 a uh, it's a triumvirate between Emma, me, myself, and <laughs> Erica. Awesome. We've we've talked often talked about going right. bear watching and Big and Bear. And this is there why. This is why. And and there are bears in Big Bear, just black bears, not grizzly bears.
4: Okay, I don't care. Well, um, you, well, you brought it up earlier. In this, I know, though. but I, I, I don't you. care anymore. I know you don't.
5: Um,
3: I wouldn't. That, I wouldn't attack the judge like that, Sully. So right. That's probably not a wise move. Not smart. He's got a wooden conflict line. adverse, though. He may be.
4: That's yeah. why. That's why I want to clear Eddie's name formally now, because I don't think that Eddie, as as not the original organizer of this, despite the fact that Eddie, because he's a sort of two to four. No, dude, no, 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 no. no, no. Shush, shush. Don't in- interrupt me, please. Because sure. he's a two to four range MVP type candidate, he has taken it upon himself. And and Eddie and I had this conversation very frankly earlier in the week. While this group put together the idea of going to Big Bear, there's a lot of logistics that then go into actually okay, let's make this happen. How, who's going to bring the food? Who's going to bring the booze? What you can't have is a bunch of a ra- ram taggle Is that a
3: word? Ramshackle.
4: Ramshackle. There you go. Group of people just show up and be like, hey, where's the party? You need someone, and Eddie. Right.
3: So you can't show up can't like show a bunch up, of black bears right. and see what you can what, what you can, can do. You, you can must can organize. From the
4: trash. Precisely. What you have to do is you have to have someone who organize it. And what I saw from Eddie is a man that's willing to step up. He's willing to br- add, add some value to the party by being the guy that that does that. So, and so
3: Well, and he's not just bringing booze, but he's bringing a Literally. very a very uh legitimate MVP candidate yes. yeah, to the proceedings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this guy, so that he, that but he's al- also inviting Brian. people.
9: Brian. Brian. Ha- See, that's my thing. <laughs> how does
8: that excuse him from potentially inviting our coworkers?
5: Yeah. What?
8: Yeah, what, half how of is the because because no
5: Just because he picks up a bunch of hot dogs doesn't mean that he couldn't invite but, Kent. Because to. he
4: because he did because
5: not set
3: out with the
4: original was, with the original idea I, of making this. Happen. Wait a second. So I by by your think your it's logic. important.
3: I think it's important that we check in now with Kent Brown who's Yeah, we haven't heard from Kenteth in about a decade. Kent. What 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 what's your feeling? What where where do you are you cross about? Uh, well, first of all, like more
6: specifically, what are your plans for this weekend, Kent? Oh, well, tonight I'm going to the Andre the Giant documentary. So not invited on the uh, the uh, Eddie's um, big uh, big happy hour. Well, I wouldn't go to that over okay. Andre the Giant. So I'll be there, courtesy of HBO and The Ringer. Mm-hmm. I'll nice. be with the WWE community. Final Four this weekend, Saturday. I'm going to watch the Final Four. I'm right. going to enjoy that. Masters. Sunday. No, that's next. Oh, week.
5: next weekend. That's right.
6: Easter yep. Sunday. I'll go to yep. church on Get Sunday. Get chocolate in and uh, church. Maybe not chocolate, but just more so, just the church and be with some friends there. And then that's probably about it. So church, wrestling, Andre like to the do giant. An, do you like to Final do an four. Easter
4: egg hunt? Do you like that? No, definitely no. not.
3: No. Now, Kent, I did notice that you tweeted out uh, earlier in the week something that um, on this. Uh, episode that we're now uh, that we're now all talking on you were the truth was going to come out I I feel from where I said you are merely the passive victim in all this what truth is there to come out what truth would you like to share with the world or I don't know with Sully Emma VP, and Erica and I guess spaghetti t- all right start with the truth but I, I also am interested in your rankings of if you are raw towards somebody Let's some-, or some people
5: play the blame game.
3: <laughs> All right, you know what? Okay, let's play the blame game now. What what do you, from from where you sit, what went wrong here? Why why and what is your chief emotion too? Let's yeah. let's settle on that too because uh a lot of people have reached out from the outside and said that their emotion is is sorrowful. You know, they feel sorry. Tied tied to your emotion. Right. Are you angry? What are you?
6: I would say that there's definitely some secretiveness going on with mm-hmm. at least one person mm-hmm. involved mm-hmm. in this group. Mm-hmm. And right. mm. I don't want to be the one who name calls. I think that's mm-hmm. a little bit beneath me. No, no, I'll do that. Unlike the people the other day. Kent Brown's classy. And called And said, Kent Brown's not part of this. And right. they went into stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. But they know who they are. Right. And let's just say that. Whoa. Through the grapevine <laughs> the last week or so. Week or somebody so. Somebody <laughs> had told me that this trip was going on. Uh. And let's just say there's a few things happening there that maybe I didn't feel like right. would have been best for me to go based on the information I had received. Oh, so
3: Suddenly about- now I have more questions. This thing <laughs> <laughs> runs even it's deeper a now. This is
4: spiral deeper. What are the things that are happening there that, that make you think you, you probably actually – Does anyone I, I have I Robert even... Mueller's
3: <laughs> number? I don't know <laughs> if he's busy with anything, but this is the sort of investigation <laughs> that, that, I think he would do great work with. Well,
6: That's first and foremost, Sully's good. off the books. Yeah. Sully and his buddy Witt, they kind of filled me in a little bit. And I Touch said, down. well, they always do Give me won. that gavel. This is,
4: why, so, this is why I believe Sully will be the MVP of this of the weekend. I think he's the surprise here, here. MVP candidate.
6: Here, here, Kent. But now, again, I don't want to say. You're not going to call anybody
3: out. No. That's not your but, way because you're classy.
6: Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I just don't want to go that route.
3: Have you ever admire that kind of class? <laughs> you.
6: Have you ever sat in
7: court and, and looked at uh, as 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 guilt? It, it's um, obviously we he's talking about and it's right. just like it's it's cuz guess who hangs out with him outside of work the most? Sully, did Sully invite him? No. That's yeah, the, that's I'm definitely, really the real I'm definitely, answer. I
5: definitely at, at fault here for sure. I'll, and like the, take, the happy hour jokes
7: like everyone knows it's a thing that the group does. Are you friends with everyone that you work with? Like no, uh, my best friend in college was invited cuz he's my best friend from college. Like that's they asked me to bring people we know. Like, anyone could have texted anyone else. There are other podcast people who are not going. it like, <laughs> sounds
9: know. like
4: a confession.
7: It's not a confession at no, all, because I feel like I'm getting blamed. This, this is up. my confession. I don't think you're being
4: blamed. I think I I've can't already cleared
7: your name. I've actually already cleared your name. Well, he's, c- he's clearing Sully, who's the one person he hangs out with outside of work. And it's, <laughs> right. it's ridiculous.
4: And look at little Emma just sitting there, not saying anything, looking I'm going to attempt to clear
8: my own name by oh, like, right. calling up. A character witness.
9: What? Oh dear. Hey, Em, it's me, Fiance Brett. Just listened to the last episode of DDFP, actually, as I always do, of course. You calling your own Fiance? Fantastic. Got started again. Sully's
3: busy flapping his gums. I can't even hear him.
9: Hey, Em, it's me, Fiance Brett. Just listened to the last episode of DDFP, actually, as I always do, of course. You're fantastic, so cute and funny as per usual. I can see why Dave likes you more than Eddie. That Big Bear debacle was really interesting, and believe me, I know you would never leave someone out, as you were always left out and made fun of by the cool kids in high school. But, I mean, to be honest, who isn't socially awkward at that age, am I right? For real. You speak so highly of Ken, or is it Kent with a T? Kent Brown? Or is the T silent? I don't know. Anyway, you're the nicest girl on the planet. I've got your back. Forever and always, you are innocent to the moon and back. Also, uh, for what it's worth, <laughs> I think it might be Tamposi's fault. She's always up to something, but Thank I sure. am certain you have nothing to do with it.
3: Wow. She was right at the end there. Sneaks it in. For the
5: listeners, she was just mouthing that whole thing, so she wrote it for him, and then I'm sure he left a voicemail. I mean, that sounded sincere from where that. I sit. Me
3: as well. I met Brett once, and he and he, uh, he went out of his way to, to say basically guy. what I've he met said. i too. I mean, he never it's misses a second of the DDFP. I mean, I, I buy that. I mean, he's obviously his head's in the right place.
8: Thank you, Your Honor.
3: Um. So I mean, I that story. I mean, of... I was
4: literally just about to find Emma guilty, but now.
8: But after that, <laughs> I
4: am. Uh, I don't. So who know, are down to?
3: direction to go in? Who are we down to? Seems like Tamposi, who Tamposi, is Tamposi, who's not even here. I don't. I, I conveniently not here. not here. It is a little like in the movies you when they're the like court date. That's not a good sign. No, you should it, it. Yeah, it's Kent Brown is right. It's always like at the end of the thriller when they fit in the Who Done It when they're like, wait, that could only mean it was. And it was her, it. and they turn around to fight to point the finger at her, and they're like, "Wait, where'd she go?" And she's gone. She's gone. Tampos, she's the only no-show here. Sully and I told her we're going up. Are you joining us? And
6: she said yes. She's not here yet.
3: Now, Sully, what about happy hour? Oh yeah. What can we hour. learn from this? Whatever you're. I talking I think about? Eddie's just <laughs> so fed up about this whole thing
5: that he's got he's he's got his panties in a wad a little bit. The. I don't know what that means. He is. He's he's just a little angry. He's a little, he's got he's got a little vinegar going on right now. We we always go to happy hour on Thursday. It's funny because it's a,
3: it's been said before by your colleagues that uh, you're the one who sometimes yeah. has some vinegar. Do I some anger stuff? A little bit. Do I have? Bit. A little yeah, bit I've anger witnessed stuff? it. Sure. Okay, sure. Okay. You know, your face gets very red, and then you <laughs>
4: like shake your head a, li- a little bit, and, and like say <laughs> things under your breath. And, and then, I've seen that. a lot. Yeah,
5: and then I do a little lap, and then I'm okay. I don't, well, I, don't I, I don't have anger issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, all right, but if
3: you're going to th- throw why are, swing, we, why are we on my
5: issues? I'm, 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 I want to check we're back, Don't get angry. Out.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down, man. Don't get angry about things.
5: <laughs> don't go full anger management on me. Okay.
4: <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> this, this weekend, I mean, you've clearly, you, like, I realize you're not the organizer, and I think we've established that, but uh, you, you are... Um, you were looking forward to this previously. I right was. now, I was. No. What, what are your thoughts? No. Are you, are you, how do you think this weekend's going to go? Going to uh, be bad?
7: It's. I just I have a bad taste in my mouth now, right. I just because of all because this. of happy hour. No, no, not, no. Just be quiet. <laughs> we got to cut, cut his mic. He Contempt much. of court. Uh, I was count. looking forward to it because uh, I I I like to just. Get away from the hustle right. and bustle of L.A. I'm, yeah. I'm, I work, I work, I work, I work nights, so I'd, I barely sleep. I would like to just uh, enjoy the hustle
3: it. and bustle of L.A. Yeah, the roofer I get <laughs> what you're
7: talking I, about. I drive, I, right. I, I drive from West Hollywood to Culver City to Venice Beach. All I mean, it's, just, it's too, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's too much for me. So I, yeah, I would uh, have, yeah, I would have <laughs> enjoyed being in the wilderness with but a, this New York a cold beverage. You would have. You would have. I still. I mean, yeah. I just uh, now. I'm just like whatever.
4: What's the best? How do you? What the best outcome for this weekend could be? Like it could be. An are up- you? Okay. Are you
3: officially announcing your candidacy for LVP? Then? No, yes. I will never be LVP. No. 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 no, no, no. It sounds like you're down in the dumps. You're no, gonna have be to rally. Here. I'll be
7: fine. I mean, I'm. 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 I'm driving. No, he officially <laughs> can't be LVP because he's
5: bringing the wieners. Oh. Okay.
7: <laughs> and you. Yeah. Driving him up, oh, he just said He's wieners. bringing the wieners. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the one, only one that wants to, offers to go shopping because no one wants right. to do That's that. That's what I'm
4: saying. That's why I, I, I don't, I like. What well, I don't know what your motivation for not being the MVP. I think it's going to happen this weekend. Well, I, I,
3: I. Now what, so. about, I what about what about this happy hour jazz though? What oh, yeah, I
7: understand yeah, what I, this I just, has to do I with just, anything. My girlfriend who. Gave a, a slanderous voicemail about me. Uh, is Is coming to LA a day early. Was coming I would, to It would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my ex girlfriend now. <laughs> it would have been great for, for Dave to, to finally meet her because they've interacted on Twitter. I thought all my friends wanted to go, and everyone just like, oh, I don't want to go. Like, it's opening day for baseball. Could have watched ba- My Yankees are on later. Uh, and I work nights, like I said, and I like to blow off some steam and just, you know, enjoy. Yeah, because the, get hustle, from the hustle and bustle hustle. Hustle. Yeah, yeah, wears I'm you away. down. And I, I like to go, and everyone's just kind of bailing on it. So now I just feel like I'm like, okay, whatever, let's just this, this do over. I have things to do
5: to get ready for this weekend. I'm spinning. So, no, no, yeah, what I do, I do def- you have to do? No, I, You're
3: I a 25-year-old no,
5: What do you have to do? The, picking
4: out the vintage shirts that he's going <laughs> to wear. I have orange or
5: orange. I have things to do. I have to put
3: underpants into a bag. I'm ready. Laundry. Yeah.
5: Same. string my fishing pole.
3: You're going to be in the mountains. What do you have to <laughs> no,
5: fishing pole? <laughs> do my taxes.
3: Do but, you uh, do them yourself? By the way, yeah. stringing your pole is this is going to impress the ladies? <laughs> no. When you're up there? <laughs> so and, and and so spaghetti has a total of 5 its I mean the only thing that looks bad and it does look legit <laughs> does bad for spaghetti. Bad. It does look bad. That's the one. what. Is it your show? it's y- your party within this party is it's 6. Not, it's not my
7: fault that <laughs> Emma, I never. We don't. Emma, Sully, and Erica, like they're all mutual friends with my friends. It's not my fault they don't bring friends. At group I know, hangouts. but
3: you, uh, you literally outnumber the other non-spaghetti invitees. And but if we didn't, but if you we, have six, they have five but if total. We if we didn't
7: bring them, we would have we would have paid through the roof for, for the house. No pun intended. We had, it, I'm
4: sure Kent would have would have up the cash. Maybe also, a couple of his friends along.
5: He also but made that, the Facebook group and could have easily shot Kent a little. Boop.
6: Added him to that Half one. Half of Boston University got invited. Yeah. Just saying.
7: I, I give up. So now, There's nothing so, I can say. If it's okay, ever so work. Well, it's just not because again, it wasn't my idea. And they are, I, and they, I said, do you like, I could bring my friends, and they're like, yeah, sure. And then like, so we don't have to pay so much for the house. And I was like, okay, that was it. And then we, it, like Did a he week, made the Facebook. Then like a week goes by, and no one's getting anything organized. And I'm like, well, we have to get a place then you because I text. Because do you answer a text? No. Does Emma answer a text? No. Does Temple do anything? No. So Eddie's the one left with finding a house. Eddie's the one trying to find the who has issues. And then I have my girlfriend saying, what's the deal with this? I have my, my BU friend saying, hey, are we going to go? What's what's going on yeah. with that? I have a hundred people asking me questions. And then Dave and
4: Hank get involved and, and, then, yeah. and mess
7: this whole thing up even oh, more. Oh, my God. And it's like, uh, you're single like, there's another, you can't even, pro- you also, can't there's can't a producer, ap- there's a producer for ATN that we didn't ask either. Like, right. there's, <laughs> there's, there's 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 editors, there's hired editors that we hang out that, that work in our area as well. Like, there's uh, Hytham, you work with like, there's people that were not asked that work in our, our area. Ooh, that's why I don't understand. We didn't
5: invite you guys.
7: No, right. no, No, you didn't. We no haven't didn't. made this about us. Though. Like I'm not. Like I'm. I'm good friends with Ken. Like I'll Things go like- and grab a beer with him. Like he's not. Like my, I'm sorry. My best friend is. Is Brian, who they Brian, all know. That's right. why I asked Brian. Like, that's just it's natural. I don't MVP, know, the, MVP. Brian. I don't know Emma. I don't know. I don't see Emma dragging around her best friends. I don't see Sully dragging around his best friends. Or Eric is like because I, I don't
8: have any friends. Doesn't mean you need to bring that up
7: right now. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't see them. So it's like that you
3: guys know them and they're down to do a house. To for somebody who doesn't have any friends, you sure have a lot of people's phone numbers, Emma. VP. get uh, my fiance and then
8: Eddie's girlfriend. girlfriend. That's about it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I just feel like a real heel that yeah. this whole thing has come me up. Too. I mean, yeah, you're right. So because I feel like no they're... one invited me or handsome Hank. Fortunately for all of you guys, I, that kind of stuff just rolls off my right. back. I don't care about that. I was like me. whatever, whatever. It's a head count thing. I don't get personally wounded yeah. by things.
4: I spend way too much time with you guys just being in this room. I don't want to spend <laughs> any more time with you outside of it. I'll be honest.
3: I, I so just to go back, I don't. Know, I, I you know I don't want to be obtuse, but what is the thing about? So why is the thing that Spaghetti is most upset about the happy hour? I think it. I, I just... can
4: dig right to the bottom of that, Dave. Eddie wants you to go for a drink with him and his girlfriend this evening. Will you just say yes now so that he doesn't I signed off that on that the already. of a little that of has been. But I, that's good. I just thought I was of a little
7: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
5: little bit aka a
6: little bit of a Okay. Andre to the giant. Yeah, okay, we got
3: that message. I um, think the irony of Kent Brown and Spaghetti going out for a drink, just the two of them. We yeah. have though. With-
7: We've gone on plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. So,
7: well, hands- I don't see leave Erica it to or you, Emma asking Kent uh, Ken to go out. I've gone out with Kent Ken to the garage plenty of times. Went, to- hung out for NFL players with them again. So the, the Twitter people want to get on me for certain things. Well, guess what? I've hung out with them. All right. I'll just I mean, say it
6: right now. By I, the think way. I, I, can, I, I think
4: I can deliver a verdict now. I'll okay. Well,
3: Handsome wants to deliver a verdict, but before, what makes more sense? Do we hear from Kent one last time, and it, and then you deliver I'm, your so, verdict? If Kent wants to sum up, okay, um, go that's ahead. That's what Kent. happens. In go Kent, ahead. Isn't it? Do some summing up. And I don't understand the murky message that Kent delivered, but he says, you know, he's his own man, yep. and I, I'll, I'll, you know, he doesn't want to throw anybody under the bus. He's too classy. He said. Yeah, so I'll okay, let I'll let judge, that go.
6: I'll let the judge decide. Okay. I've already acquitted Sully. And now I'm going to acquit Eddie. Ooh. It's definitely not Eddie's. Not Eddie as Well, I've said that. So well. with wow. that said, I'm not going to say Ooh. anything else. But <laughs> it absolutely falls on somebody else. That's all I'll say. That's my final statement. Interesting. I love it. That that's the direction I was leaning in.
4: Um, uh, you know, I think if we all read between the lines of of what Kent just said, that's the direction I'm leaving in. I was leaning in. But instead, I'm going to find someone guilty. I'm going to find. Myself guilty of making this weekend horribly awkward. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, I think we can all agree on that. And
4: what I would like to Ugh. propose is that as a punishment, everyone has to come back and next Tuesday deliver um, their own thoughts on, on what the most awkward part of the weekend was.
3: Oh, okay. I look forward to hearing oh, those. That'll Barbara. be great. And we'll also hear from some of the uh, people who. Yeah, we need some voices messages we heard from. earlier. I want to hear from MVB,
4: most valuable Brian. Uh huh. Um, and and <laughs> we're already crowning him and some of the other crew. Um,
3: Sully, does that hurt your feelings that Spaghetti uh, no, doesn't I, have I, you as the number one? No, uh, I could
5: care less about his awards. Couldn't.
4: Guess what? When Sully comes in with a couple of fish and and a couple of
3: chicks, I think he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be in Chickens. position. Chickens. If if Sully does catch your dinner, does that make him the MVP? Yes, Spaghetti. I think
7: Sully's in the running. I just I just get a little afraid of his.
3: Who's not temper. in the running? Afraid
5: it's afraid temper. of my temper. Wow.
7: <laughs> in large groups,
3: the that's all. Groups. I love. I love that. So wait, Sully, you think Spaghetti has anger issues, and Spaghetti <laughs> thinks Sully, you have anger issues.
4: Yeah. I think on. I think, like,
5: who I think, has anger I mean, issues? Never, never Ken
3: Brown. Who do you think has anger issues? <laughs> Ken.
6: I, I don't. Because there are know other invitations in the future that might be. A, <laughs> they be a both have anger here. issues. I'll yeah. say this: I've watched <laughs> Sully on plenty of Tennessee Volunteer Saturdays. And they haven't been very good lately. So I've seen him at his worst. I'll say
3: that. Oh, he has. All right. (laughs) Emma VP. Final thoughts from you.
8: Um. You know, I'm just glad we're able to bring some truth to this case. Are you excited? Are you
3: excited for the trip?
8: Oh, I'm super super excited. Can't wait. (laughs) Soup's excited. Uh,
3: Soup's excited. Now, Emma VP, we can count on you to be updating the audience yeah, throughout we need, the weekend. Spaghetti, celery. Most definitely, Tim
8: Posey and I will uh, let everyone know what's going on.
3: All right, but uh, but not but one won't do. I mean, I think we need to set some minimum standard here of like, can you give us four or five updates daily from uh, from the mountains? That's a no. Just send us out. Just nope. quick little updates. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, written the ones. In, we'll do some, like, vi- some how videos the MVP too. But, yeah. race is going. Yeah. How the MVP race is top going. Five times. the hour update. Are we working? If the Sp- whole weekend. If spaghetti and Jada like, are still together. You're good. Hey, if it's a work <laughs> trip, write everything off.
4: <laughs> how Ooh. many? How many fish Sully's caught in the in the jacuzzi? It's
3: gonna be a Eight? big fat zero. I'm excited oh, for late, this. I'm excited for this. All right, we'll wrap it up there. As someone comes through the door, oh, it's Mark Sessler. I thought it might be Erica Tamposi. Oh, to, that would have been good. That might have been another half hour okay. right there if it had been her. Um, one more thing, as we move into our patented. This is a, so. So, thus ends the. That is it. I've the case of the brownless mountain. Right. Visit
5: the brownless bear mountain.
3: The Sounds brownless terrible. bear mountain. All right. Yeah. Handsome has uh, delivered his verdict, and we will all abide by it until. We rejoin in uh, on our next podcast next week. Quickly, drop us a line, Spaghetti. Let's shift gears uh, wildly—a hard right turn here. The thing we started on the earlier podcast of the week was our patented. uh, Everybody likes to do their March Madness brackets, right? We always do the absurd April bracket, and uh, well, until uh, starting right now, we we always do it. And uh, the issue is the best party in a movie ever. And we have a grand list, thanks to you, the Czech Republic, weighing in with the hashtag DDFP. A lot of good ones. Real quick, Spaghetti, update us here, and then we'll release the bracket once April actually arrives.
7: Yeah, if, you, if, if you've if tweeted at uh, at you or used the hashtag DDFP, I've gathered it. I emailed you the list of them. We got a couple more uh, as of this morning of this recording. Um, I don't know if you want to cap it at 32 or Yeah, you just have a couple. Yeah, it's the best
3: t- – yeah, the party that you most wish you could, And believe me, we have more than enough – uh, people volunteering. Whatever right. happened in the Hangover? There's yeah. some obvious ones. Old school, the Snoop Party. Yeah, those things. We're looking for a more deep dive at this point because we've got the the more obvious. Yeah, there's, ones there's been a
7: lot of. I've realized that I have no movie knowledge because like I, you've seen a, like a ton of these movies, and our your, our listeners have seen a ton of these movies. I'm more of a TV guy, so I'm like I know like the super bad and Okay, we can include TV uh, ones. Have there uh, been
3: great TV parties? Uh,
7: not. I don't think as much as iconic movie scenes. So. <laughs> You, I'm definitely not the guy to go to for movies. movie. <laughs> for
3: the TV stuff either, apparently. Uh,
7: <laughs> well, you can't compare, like, you know, The Godfather 2 in Lake Tahoe to him. Here's to, a good a TV one. Show.
3: Uh, mail order kidney. Uh, on twitter uh, dropped us a line to say real genius the smart kids put a water slide in the lecture hall and they invite the students from the beautician school in town and it did look like a really fun party that's a great addition that's making a difference so, i like that addition so
7: we'll seed them soon or you, you could seed them right. we can cab it around 32 if we want to make it a shorter bracket and then we'll uh, we'll have everyone vote
3: handsome you wanted to add one to the list. i was
4: going to add uh, the monkeys in the jungle book Love it, King Louie holds. Well, how's that song audio? go?
3: They have a, That's maybe the best song um, in the whole picture.
4: Is it? Uh, Ooh, I want to walk like you, dooby dooby
3: dooby.
4: I want to walk like you. that one.
3: Are you sure you don't want handsome to come with you up to the mountains? Because that could really fill in any I, you know dead spots in the weekend. I, I mean, sure, doing the singing and uh, and such. I, um, haven't, I haven't been even been invited on the happy hour.
7: That's not. It's a. It's a thing we always do. There's an open invite. Everyone knows. We go
3: Thursday. 4 I o'clock. mean, open invites are really open not invite. invites at all. Right. You're always welcome. You know, is yeah. is is not That's inviting.
6: Come by if, you want.
3: Yeah, if ask, you want. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. You're Gary, always man. welcome to swing by. It's like well, if, imagine if people actually. Did, the did. world better be very careful about that. Everybody, we really do have to modify. There should be somebody. Or some people who just start taking advantage of that. Hey, stop by whenever you want. Like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow night. And just start st- uh, taking up people up on that kind of stuff. Let's see how far that uh, make, continues.
4: Let's, let's make it you being the Handsome.
3: One. So we have Handsome's Edition. And uh, and I guess we'll wrap it up there, although. No, I think we should wrap it up. You don't think we should?
4: No, we've, 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 we've adjudicated. I've adjudicated.
3: All right, we'll wrap it up there then. Um, for Handsome Hank, for everybody behind the glass, we hope they have a wonderful weekend up in Big Bear, and we hope Kent Brown enjoys watching the tournament. And uh, thanks to Matt Williamson, of course, as well, for the great insights as yep. we approach the draft. WilliamsonFootball.com is how you track him down. Um, all right. We'll kibitz with you on the other side of it till then. A slice
0: you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day.